and welcome back to Podcast Profits. I am Jeff Sanders here with David Hooper, and we're talking about Dave Jackson's new book, Profit from Your Podcast, Proven Strategies to Turn Listeners into a Livelihood, and really just sharing a lot of because of my podcast stories, because Dave Jackson has made a strong connection with podcasters and really highlighting how they can turn their shows into so many amazing things. And the episode we have for you now is a great unique story, one that really doesn't highlight profiting in the money sense, but profiting in so many other different angles to bring a message into the world, to give a voice to a topic that otherwise would probably not have one. And so, David, give us a little more insight into what we're about to hear. So Michelle is a single mother from Nashville. Interesting enough, you and I didn't know her. Uh, (laughs) People think that all podcasters know everybody and, oh, you're from Nashville, you must know. No, we didn't know her, but she called the Voxlonic voicemail and left this story for her. And I think it really showcases that, that there are a lot of things going on in the world that you don't know about. And your podcast is a great way to expose those things. She's got a fantastic story. Let's play that first clip because I I think that where she is, we would have never met her, never known about her situation. I think the strange thing is, is that you had people all around her that didn't know about her situation either. And this really exemplifies what podcasting can do if you're willing to put your message out there. My name is Michelle Donnelly, and I am the host and producer of the Christian Single Moms podcast. One of the things that I love about podcasting is having the ability to give a voice to single moms in the Christian community who often may feel a little bit outcast or feel that they just don't really fit in or belong. A lot of single moms who are Christians just don't feel that there are a lot of resources out there for the unique circumstances we're going through. There aren't a lot of books about how to parent when you're divorced and how to do that from a Christian perspective. And a lot of the women that I work with have been through things like abuse and just don't necessarily feel that churches or pastors even know how to deal with those situations. And so the podcast is a place where we're able to talk about the things that are real in a single mom's life and healing well. It's just so fun to get emails from women who are listening to the podcast and are saying, thank you. I feel like I belong. Thank you so much. I finally found a voice that sounds like mine. It's just one of those things that when we tell our stories, it gives people the ability to feel that there's no shame whatever happened in their lives, that it's past and that they can move forward. And I think that's really the core of what Christianity is about, that Jesus loves all of us where we're at. And for women to be able to listen to this podcast and actually be able to receive that from another woman who's been through it is just, it's incredible. That's a great story. I love how genuine that is in the sense that she is bringing voice to something that she just mentioned that doesn't really have a voice to share that often. And I think it's really noble of her to be able to have the courage to get out there and share her story. That can be scary because, well, you probably heard this, podcasting being the most intimate format. You're straight into somebody's ears. But as a podcaster, to bring out that intimacy, you have to take those kind of risks. And, you know, somebody who grew up in the church, there's a lot of judgment in the church, especially for something like divorce. A lot of churches don't like that. You don't know how people are going to react, but it sounds like it's a bigger thing than maybe even she knew. And all the other women are saying, wow, I didn't know other people felt like this. I I think it really shows the power of real discussion 
from somebody who understands, they probably feel more comfortable with her because she's been there, done that, going through it, than they would even their pastor or somebody at the church. I'd have to imagine when she published her first episode that she felt like she was taking a big risk, that she was really putting herself out there. Because I can just, I imagine myself as a podcaster knowing that when I go into new topics that are kind of outside of my own comfort zone, there is that you know hesitation, that sense of like, well, if I put this out there, how will people respond? Will my listeners like it? Will they revolt against me? You know, the, all of that kind of inner dialogue that we have with ourselves when we are nervous about something. But then when you take that leap, like she did to put her voice out there, as she just mentioned, she gets these emails from listeners. She gets that positive feedback. She finds and creates that community that otherwise may not have existed. I think that's a lot of power in the just the simplicity of being courageous enough to put your story out there and to find others who have a similar one. Well, that fear you're talking about, a lot of people have that. Podcasters are not podcasters, and we are not talking to each other as humans, we are more connected than ever. We've got phones, we've got internet, email, text. But we're not talking to each other, having these real conversations. That to me is the power of podcasting. You've got these real conversations and all it takes is one person to throw out the flag and say, yep, I'm having this experience. Are you having it too? And because podcasting is relatively anonymous to consume, you're listening to it, as I mentioned, through headphones. Nobody's going to know you're listening to it. <laughs> It lets you know, perhaps anonymously, she mentioned people going through abuse. Maybe you're going through an abusive relationship. You're still in it. You're not divorced yet, but you want to get out of it. You know that people have been through it. They've gotten to the other side of it. That's why I think that her message is so powerful. I alluded to this earlier. Let's play the second clip because there's the awareness of it. Sometimes people aren't aware that they're not the only ones, but sometimes people who aren't in that situation don't even know you exist. So play the second clip, because I think this is even more powerful. It's creating awareness. I hear from pastors as well who say, wow, I didn't realize that that's what these women in my congregation were going through. Or, wow, I didn't understand that that's what abuse will do to a person or how it looks, how it shows up. Now I know what to do. And I think that's the most empowering thing is not only is there a voice where these women can feel like they belong, but it's a bridge. It's connecting people in their lives, whether it's their pastors or family members who don't understand what they're going through, that they can listen to the podcast and say, oh, all right, I get it. You know what I think is interesting about this, Jeff? Imagine if a pastor did this same podcast, male pastor talking to single Christian women. It's not going to have that same effect as it does when Michelle does it. Because again, been there, done that. She is one of these people. And when you've got an insider as a host, there's nothing that connects an audience better to your podcast than that. Which I think speaks really strongly to the idea that if you have a message you want to get out into the world that you are personally involved in, that you're, you are one of the people, that you are the best person to have that show, that you are the voice that everyone else needs to hear. And it's you're right about the idea that if somebody else spoke to that, it just it wouldn't connect, it wouldn't resonate. There would be that sense of just it being fake or forced or not authentic. So if you are in that community and you give that voice to that community, all of a sudden, your role is so much more powerful, and you're going to reach so many more people in a really, really great way. Even if you're not an expert, I think there are probably a lot of people in this situation that say, well, the pastor, he knows scripture. He's been to seminary. He knows what to do in this situation. Well, I don't know. Does he? He hasn't been through it. Sometimes being the expert, the only thing it takes is that you've lived through it. 
And that's what Michelle's doing on this. So I, I love situations like this. When I hear somebody who is out there who has been through something or they want to do something, they're just curious. That's how you become the expert. It's not from reading about it. It's through living it. You know, David, I know that there's another podcaster that you've worked with that has a similar story in the sense that they're part of the community, uh, but in this case, it has to do with cancer. So what's that one all about? Lee Silverstein is a podcaster out of Florida and had colon cancer. So he put up a podcast about the experience and he's not an expert, not from a medical standpoint, although he's become an expert, unfortunately, from having to go through the process of having this, the treatments, the emotional elements that you have to deal with when you have a situation like cancer in your life. And the fact that he can really talk to people, he's going through it, they knocked it out, He's recovering. He can let people know when you hear the words, you have cancer, that there is life on the other side of that. It's not necessarily a death sentence. And there's hundreds of examples of this that we've run into with our podcasting work, just running into other podcasters, talking to them about their podcast. I want to take it back to this element, Jeff, is that you don't have to reach millions of people to have a big change on somebody. I want you to think about the people Michelle is talking to, a single mother She's been divorced. She's wondering about her place in the church. Somebody that Lee is talking to, he's heard the words, you have cancer, and has just gotten that diagnosis, doesn't know what's going to happen next. That's life-changing. That is life-changing. And it might just be that one listener, but think about the impact that you're making. One listener can have a lot of impact. That's a lot of leverage for any kind of media. You know, one of the things that held me back initially, especially 10 years ago when I was first getting started, was this idea that I had to have a PhD after my name to discuss any given topic. And this kind of this false reality that we, you know, we want to put this barricade up that says like, well, because I don't have, you know, this, you know, credential or this very specific experience, I can't, you know, launch something. I can't be a part of something. But when you have personally experienced something, when you've lived through it, you are the best expert. That's all you need to jump in and say, like, this is my story. Let me tell it and let me find other people who I can help along the way because they've probably also been there. And when that connection is made, it's epically more powerful than someone having a doctor attached to their title. It's really more about having lived through it. That I think speaks so much more volumes to the power of podcasting being that personal medium. That's a great segue into our next clip, being the facilitator for big change, because it's a ripple effect. I've got a podcaster that I know, Pedro Pena. He's got a podcast called My Stuttering Life. And I met him through a Twitter message that he sent to me, a tweet. And I said, My Stuttering Life, you've got a podcast? That's the first thing I thought because it, it's not the kind of thing that, that you would connect with, right? So I look it up and sure enough, he's got it. I've gotten to know him since. And one of the funny things that he told me, <laughs> he said he's had a lot of guests come on the show to talk about their experiences of being people who stutter. And he said that eight of them have started their own podcast because of that. Wow. And that's that ripple effect. That's the same thing that happened with Dave Jackson. Dave Jackson got me into podcasting. We are doing this podcasting, ironically, about Dave Jackson. People will become podcasters because of this. Dave Jackson has influenced hundreds, probably thousands of people to start podcasting. How many people are they impacting? That's the ripple effect that we've got. And this last clip talks about that because Michelle is part of that ripple effect 
This is really about the secondary payoff because podcast profits, that's not just about money. It's about having that impact. It's about feeling great. It's about making real changes in people's lives. Play that clip. To me, it is such a gift to be the person facilitating that dialogue. It's just incredible. I'm so blessed and so thankful. It gives a lot of purpose to the things that I've been through in my life. And I know that it is creating that sense of purpose in the people that are listening. Jeff, you got a podcast called 5 a.m. Miracle. How many people woke up at 5 a.m. this morning because of you? That's a great question. Hopefully more than yesterday. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things I was just thinking about um, earlier in, in your discussion was that, you know, I get emails from listeners who'll tell me things like, you know, I got out of bed at 5 a.m. because of your show, and then I used that time in the morning to write a novel or use that time to train for a marathon or use that time to, you know, work on a personal goal that I put off for years. And I, when I hear those kinds of stories, it really resonates with me because that's exactly why I'm podcasting. I want my listeners to not just listen to me and be entertained, but to actually take the information and the strategies and go change their lives. And they do that. And it's incredible to hear those stories because then you know your voice has power. Your voice has that potential to reach people in really authentic ways. And so that's what, for me, podcasting is all about, is having that relationship that leads to actual change. And it's really powerful. Yeah. And it's worth more than money for most people. I, I don't, I don't want to, if you want money, I don't want to take that away from you. Certainly. But I mean, think about that though. People, they get into it a lot of times thinking, oh, can I make a living from it? The answer is yes. We've talked about that on here. You can make a living from it, but what you can get from it as well is what I would call a full life. If you are doing something for a living, a job, you don't like it podcasting could very well be the opportunity not only to make the money that you're making now, but lead that full life and have this kind of impact, the impact that Michelle has or Lee has or Pedro has. You know, and speaking of leveraging, our next episode is going to highlight the power to leverage existing audiences and the audiences of others to really grow your show. And so looking forward to digging into that one. And so that's coming up on our next episode. But before we close out, be sure to check out Dave Jackson's book, Profit from Your Podcast, Proven Strategies to Turn Listeners into a Livelihood. And that book is available wherever books are sold. And we'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>